0: Hello and welcome to Irreverent Testimony, brought to you by Netroots Radio, the political podcast, by for millennial and general types from a left-wing perspective. It is Tuesday, July 16th, 2019. I'm Travis. I'm Rachel. And yeah, it's a Tuesday. Uh, we did not get to do a show this past weekend because we were out of town. Because uh, it was
1: your birthday. It was
0: my birthday. <laughs> I turned a certain age and... Yes. Played a show down in Colorado Springs with my band, and we stayed down in Manitou Springs for a couple nights, and now we're back, and we obviously had to do a podcast for you guys because there's a lot of shit to sort out. Uh, First of all, uh, I think we should get to our review of Stranger Things Season (laughs) 3.
1: Okay. No. No.
0: (laughs) We're not even done with it yet.
1: No, I was like, wait, hold on. That's not on the plan. (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: I mean, since there's not enough going on, that's, you know...
1: Right? That's what we should be focusing on, for sure.
0: uh, There's a ton. I kind of wanted to start with something that we didn't get to last week, and I wanted to. Okay. And that is the new trial of Jeffrey Epstein.
1: I would really like to talk about this a lot.
0: Okay. So, to give you a quick primer, if that name doesn't mean anything to you, Jeffrey Epstein was a good buddy of Trump, and not just Trump, but very close to rich and powerful people, celebrities, politicians. Bill Clinton is on that list. A lot of other men and people and he was a he was a hot shot billionaire sort of hedge fund maybe guy. It's kind of unclear how he made all his money but he was very tied into politicians and to real estate people and to uh, music industry people and movie. He was just one of these people in the socialite scene. Well, he
1: had a lot of money and he uh, tied himself into a lot of people and um, none of them seemed to care that there were really problematic things happening with him. They
0: didn't know or care. Um, Some of them certainly knew. Uh, In fact, Trump has kind of gone on record hinting that he knew, which is no surprise. It may be way, way more and I'll remind you of that in a second. But to make a long story short, Can Uh, we
1: not give them a pass on this podcast?
0: I'm not, I'm not going to.
1: Can we just say, if you hung out with Jeffrey Epstein, it's likely that you knew exactly what was going on and didn't fucking care because the parties were nice, or the access was good, or whatever bullshit reason you hung out with him, that... I am not giving you a pass that you didn't have some idea that these things were going on. Because well, they, no on. one else uh, is willing to say we're, that.
0: We're getting way ahead of ourselves here. Let's, let's back up and give sort of the chronology of who this guy is and what he was doing, and then we'll we'll deconstruct right. it. So fair. Jeffrey Epstein is this college dropout from New York who gets into, he's like this math whiz kind of guy, and he, he gets into... First of all, he, he's a teacher at a high school at a prestigious uh, Upper East Side high school in New York for a while.
1: Uh, Whose dad's the dean of that high school again?
0: Yeah, who was hired by William Barr's father in the 70s. Interestingly enough...
1: William Barr, who is the current... Attorney General. Uh, attorney General. So
0: that's interesting. Uh, but going past that... It turns out that when he gained all this power and influence and money for years and years and years, he was sexually assaulting underage girls.
1: Can we stop saying that? And can we just say, like, children?
0: He was raping children. Right. Um, Scores of them. Yeah. And he had
1: hundreds. Hundreds,
0: yeah. And we have a whole. uh, It was like a whole system where he had his sort of pseudo girlfriend who was sort of. Um, pimping for him, and he had a referral system where...
1: Well, it's sort of like a multi-level marketing scheme, right? Where like you become a 14-year-old, 15-year-old, 16-year-old girl who goes to give Jeffrey Epstein a massage, and you don't want to do it. And so he says, you don't have to do it. I'll still pay you, but you have to go find me other girls like you who will do it. Mm-hmm. And then he recruits those girls. And then girls. you get a
0: finder's yeah, fee. Yeah, you get a
1: finder's fee. They still get paid. And then those girls also don't want to do this. Who the fuck wants to do this? Um, so then it just becomes literally like an MLM scheme of like, find me new young girls that I can assault and rape yeah. and, and, um, and molest. <clears throat> and so he builds this network. Um,
0: now he managed to get away with this for years. Yes, for why years. is that? Do you think? We'll get to that. <laughs> but he managed to get away with this for years. When he finally got busted in the early two thousands, um, the state's attorney cut him a sweetheart deal. Where is this in, Florida or New York? This is Florida, okay? Because he did a lot of this down in Florida,
1: right? He had like this, uh, like
0: pleasure pad, yeah. And he spent Gross. a lot of time in Mar-a-Lago, God. which we'll get to. But he he gets busted, and they make this sweetheart deal with him, wherein he serves a few years, but every day he gets to basically go home for 12 hours. Not to w- mention... what they call, quote, work release.
1: Yes. And, most importantly, from this whole case that no one's talking about, which is super important, is that the victims um, that came forward, which, God... How hard is that? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we're not told of this deal at all. So they had no input and they were not even aware that this was happening. Right. So they were kept in the dark. And these were witnesses by the for AG's the prosecution. Correct. Correct. These were victims of Jeffrey Epstein.
0: Yeah. Yes. Now, here's where that connection comes in. That guy who made that sweetheart deal for Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein, where he essentially walked, is now the head of the labor Secretary of Labor appointed was. by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. No, he still is.
1: Jeffrey Costa. No, he resigned. Oh, that's on right. On Friday. So Acosta,
0: sorry, you're right. I totally forgot. Acosta yep. resigned.
1: Yep. So
0: <laughs> that's got lost. Well, Acosta. I forget his first name. Alex.
1: Alex Acosta um, was at the time um, the prosecuting attorney or the AG. I don't know. I
0: think it was the state's attorney um, for Florida. Yeah.
1: Made he, this crazy deal. So if. If this guy were not well-connected, can you imagine if this deal could exist, which is... Of course not. Um, we're not going to tell any of the victims. You're not going to do any jail time. Um, we're not going to make this public. And you will do 18 months of work release, which means different things in different states. And I don't know exactly what it looks like in Florida, but from reports that I've read, it looks like uh, you go like sleep in a cell yourself and then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um in Colorado work release looks very different than that. Which is <laughs> <laughs> like it's oh,
2: no, I
1: heavily think in Flor- monitored. In Florida,
0: most people's work um, release looks different than that. I think, I think this was like an Escobar a, yeah, Pablo I, Escobar I thing. I agree.
1: I agree. I think that this deal was had nothing to do with the actual um yeah, state I, I knew of I knew how people in Florida release. who
0: got work release. It was not like that. You yeah. don't just
1: like do whatever you want and then, like, go sleep somewhere and no. then go do
0: whatever you want. No,
1: Right? I mean, we know people in Colorado have done work release, and it is incredibly intense. You aren't allowed to, like, go check your mail. You're not allowed to... You have a, an ankle monitor that, like, you know, knows exactly where you are at yeah. every moment. If you step outside of your house, you go to jail. Like, it's... it's Work release and home release is, is jail. It's just in your house. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, anyway...
0: As we mentioned, so he gets the sweetheart deal, and then th- it kind of goes away, and he goes about his business. Yes, he serves his quote term. Now, thanks to some dogged reporting, which we've talked about, by a the Miami Herald, woman named Julie K. Brown of yeah. the Miami Herald, uh, she uncovered all these other victims, all these other things, uh, the yeah. sweetheart deal, and yeah. so the they uh, believe it was the Southern District of New York filed new charges. And he, he was arrested and he was raided by the FBI. And we're discovering all kinds of weird, gross things now. Yep. And that trial is happening right now. Now, something before I get to all the connections. Well, I guess we should talk about that first.
1: Can we talk about what exactly was uncovered? Because I think it's important to talk about.
0: Um, yes. Well, a bunch of cash and loose diamonds and a fake passport. That uh, ostensibly... I want to talk about
1: the victims, though.
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: So what was uncovered by the Miami Herald was that this was a uh, systematic, um, <clears throat> pretty sophisticated game of... Um, like I said before, like, girls, recruiting girls. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone getting paid, usually $200, which for girls in the 19, late 1990s and early 2000s and up to now, that's still a lot of money for what ostensibly was, um, if you come with me, and a lot of these girls were recruited out of Mar-a-Lago, which we should talk about. And we will talk about um, that. They would come, and they would, uh, these were girls as young as 12, the average age was 14, um, would would be sort of drawn to this place. These were girls that were specifically targeted because they were um, in foster care, yes. they had unstable homes, yeah. their parents were From drug the addicts, system, these were, these were kids that, that they knew that no Vulnerable. one gave a shit about, right? Yeah. And so they brought these girls in.
0: Yeah. Nobody's rich daughter was brought in. Yeah.
1: Um, And they said, okay, here's, here's, then they groomed them and a lot of women groomed them. Yeah. And they said, here is how you make Jeffrey happy. Here's what you need to do. So they would go into this room and he would be on this massage table. They would be forced to take their clothes off. Um, then they would, be, like, sort of massage him, and then they were, like, taught how to give him blowjobs, and he would, like, touch them inappropriately, which is a, a word that's been used a lot, touched inappropriately, which <laughs> means, like, he sexually assaulted them. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, they would be uncomfortable. They didn't want to do this anymore. They thought they were coming in to like learn how to massage therapy some rich guy. Right. And then it turns out, like, oh no, he's no. just a fucking like sexually assaulting asshole. And mm-hmm. so they were like, no, I don't want to do that. So they would be paid still. <clears throat> and they were like, why don't you go to the local malls? Right. And like find other girls that can do this. We'll still pay you and we'll pay them, make sure that they know that. But mm-hmm. you don't have to do it anymore, they have to do it. And so they would do that. And so it just became this literal, like, scheme of, like, just get girls to get girls to come in here with his apparently, like, insatiable appetite for, like, getting massages and, like, handjobs and blowjobs. It became a a thing where there's this woman um, that was what I would call his co-conspirator. This is not a 16-year-old girl. This is a fully grown woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Who, um, whose name I'll have to find. Um, and she was one of like the original groomers, yes. Uh, but when they talk about her in the press, she's this socialite. Mm-hmm. she's she's Jeffrey Epstein's, you know, arm candy. Yeah, she's all of these things, which which has this really like sort of classist um, bent to this idea that there's this sexual predator. Um, that's working with him to do these things. Um, there are cases where girls have reported that um, he would like watch while she used a strap on on them, mm-hmm. and like he would just like jerk off. Like it is horrific the things that happen to these already marginalized girls. Um, and the the thing that I think people have been getting so upset about is the characterization that the mainstream media has been using about these, these children. And they've been saying underage women. So underage women were paid, sex workers were paid, to do these things to Jeffrey Epstein, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to describe a sex worker um, who was paid to do something, I would describe an adult who consensually agreed to a previously agreed upon sex act for yeah. money?
0: Yeah, this that's, is not
1: what happened. That's the
0: media not understanding how to use that term, thinking okay, there's this new term we should use, but we don't. But they don't know. They
1: kept calling them, them prostitutes. Doing.
0: Yeah, they're still doing that.
1: And um, underage women—they're children. They're children. Um, they're not under. So, what's an underage man, Travis? <laughs> Can you tell me what you would call an underage
0: they man? Would say young man, or something. Child. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Child. But chi- yeah, but well, that's what it is. But how they would term it depends. If that's a thirteen-year-old black kid who's committed a crime, they'll just call him a man, probably. Right. But right? You know that that's. But that we get into the weird semantics. But you're right. The, the semantics have been all over the place. They
1: have. They don't- and it's been this very weird thing of like, well, there's this very wealthy man and his very wealthy sort of girlfriend or whatever who have been sexually assaulting children and we want to be like these underage women prostitutes and you're like okay no they're not underage women prostitutes
0: they're girls that have been they're conned girls and girls who have been raped yeah
1: that's what they are they are girls and children who have been raped by a rich man and his Rich girlfriend. Whether
0: whether money was left on the table is completely irrelevant. Let, let me put it to you this way: If I went to the mall tomorrow and picked up a fifteen year old girl and had sex with her, which of course I would never do, I and it was and then found you drop out, fifty
1: bucks in her fucking no no. Purse. I'm, I'm
0: not talking about drop. Well, it doesn't matter whether I drop money or not. I would be charged with what statutory what rape? Rape. That's yes. why they call it that. Correct. There's a reason. And
1: in certain states, um, yeah, it's not just it, I. It's not. It's not just statutory rape, right? It's, it's, rape. it's rape. These girls didn't consent they you to You can't this.
0: consent to have sex with an adult when you're a child.
1: But it's also more complicated than that. Like, we're going to get into some nuance here, which is always fucking hard for the media, which is statutory rape is generally considered a thing where, you know, a 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old girl has consensual sex with someone who is of legal age. Right, 18, 19, 20, and beyond. And the law says that girl can't consent, even though she says she consented. That's statutory rape.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: What we're talking about is girls who came in under false pretenses and were sexually assaulted by a man in his 50s. Yeah,
0: I I would maintain it it doesn't matter if there was false pretenses, if there was money change hands. That's my point. Um the fact that money changed hands is Who fucking cares? Yeah.
1: You don't get to throw a fucking you don't get to rape me and throw a fucking hundred dollar bill at me and be like, well now it's prostitution. No. Sex work is work. Sex work is work and sex workers get to decide what kind of sex they have and with whom they have it. This is not that. No. At all. No. Of course not. This is children being raped and molested by a man and the media is treating it like it's some kind of sex work and a woman and treating it like it's some kind of sex work and that like that like it's
0: madness. let's let's jump into the people we know he's associated with obviously very closely Donald Trump Yes. Before they had some business falling Donald out.
1: Donald Trump has been like, I don't even know this guy. I mean, there's like all these pictures of them like <laughs> oh, buddying no. around. And no, it's no, no. We, like, we, we know they stop. spend a lot
0: of time together. Just stop. Uh,
1: most of like not most of. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be hyperbolic. Several of his victims worked in service positions at Mar-a-Lago.
0: Well, I'm going to that
1: is where they were. I'm going
0: to get to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. But obviously, Trump. We'll get back to him. Yeah. Bill Clinton. Yes. Now the only thing we know for sure about Bill Clinton and Epstein is that he flew on Epstein's plane. That's all we know. That's not I'm not saying that's all there is. And to your point, mm-hmm. why would you be hanging out with this guy just cuz he's a rich guy? I mean, maybe he was a donor. So let's 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 just put that caveat in there. If
2: all right. he was do- Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. Hold on. Right. If he's donating a lot of money to political people, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't say Trump because back then Trump was not a politician. No. But there it is plausible that they didn't know or they were not involved in the sex with u- underage girls thing. If he was just a rich guy donor, they might fly on his plane and hang out with him. It's mm-hmm. possible. Yep. So I, I'm not going to say Bill Clinton is really grossly <laughs> mixed up with this without evidence. And no one has accused Bill Clinton of doing that. Now, the next name... Alan. Can, I, hold can on. I
1: can I stop you there? And say that's absolutely true. No one has accused Bill Clinton of anything in terms of this Dershowist case. And would you be terribly surprised if something came out?
0: No, but but let's stick to what we know because there's All so right. much we know. All right. Why waste time talking about hypotheticals with, when there's no evidence and no accusations. Well, there's
1: evidence that he hung out with this guy. Can you... D- seriously, yes. as a human being, you're like, oh, I definitely hang out with people who rape children and I just didn't know? And I, like, hang out on his plane and in his places and, like, I just had no idea?
0: No, look. We, no, no, no. no. Anyway. You're, you're missing my point. Alright, go We've ahead. We've said this again and again and again and again. If Bill Clinton is caught up in this, throw his fucking ass in the Hooskow, and if it ruins his and Hillary Clinton's legacy too fucking bad, Good. and then the Pizzagate people can party, I don't give a fuck. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is we have credible accusations, real accusations against people who did more than just hang out with them. And let's let's talk about those, because those are way more important. Okay. Next on the list is Alan Dershowitz. Alan yes. Dershowitz who is still showing up on these fucking cable shows and people are still putting microphones in his faces, uh, has been accused by at least two of the Epstein victims as also uh, being raped by Dershowitz when can they I? were 16, 15, I forget the ages.
1: Okay, as a millennial woman, I was vaguely familiar with who this guy is, so can I give a little background on Alan Dershowitz? Because <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not a thing that I think most of us know. Hmm. So, he's this lawyer, and he has largely been known for being what they call a civil libertarian. Which means, like, if you think about the ACLU on steroids, right, like, it literally there's no morality to it. It's just about, like, what does the First Amendment say? Like, what does the Constitution say? Um, He was lauded by liberals and progressives for decades back in the 90s for being like super pro uh, free speech Mm -hmm. Um, you know like just that kind of guy like ACLU kind of guy right And well
0: in his opinions when he stepped into a courtroom it was usually defending rich men
1: yes but the way that the media has always portrayed him has been like this sort of hero right of free speech sure yeah always has been Right? Yeah,
0: yeah I would say so
1: um, And then this thing changed Under Trump um,
0: yeah.
1: And then maybe a little bit In the years before but particularly under Trump Everyone was like I literally read this article that was like, "What happened to Ellen Dershowitz?" Yeah, he was, was on like,
0: cable every oh, night. Oh, what defending happened Trump. to
1: him is like, he's always kind of been garbage.
0: But and, and some of his arguments made some roundabout sense, and many just didn't. Right? It's like you're just shilling now.
1: No, I mean, like he he started being like, "No, Mueller is not allowed to like investigate the president. <laughs> the president can never be." And everyone was like, "What the fuck happened?" And then there was this garbage fucking. I think it was the New Yorker. Piece about like, what happened to Alan Dershowitz? And their conclusion was that nothing happened to him, but in fact, it's all of us. Because we hate Trump so much that we have gone away from the morality of civil libertarianism um, that Alan Dershowitz so succinctly believes in, (laughs) and that in fact, it's us that have changed and not him. Okay. Which was just like, I just wanted to like burn everything down. LOL. And just like, what? But so he's this guy who's like, supposedly, like, very principled. Like, it doesn't matter who the guy is. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if he, like, murdered 20 people, right? I'm still going to defend if there's, like, a a, a First Amendment issue. I'll right. still defend him on that First Amendment issue. Right, that right, was right. always his thing.
0: That was his shtick, yeah.
1: And then Trump comes along and he's like, it doesn't matter who the president is. The president is the president, so you can't actually, like criticize the president, you can't try the president, there shouldn't be special counsel for the president, and he, like, went this weird way that was like, wait, none of that is...
0: Yeah, that doesn't... Gi- it doesn't make it doesn't sense. does with the Constitution. No,
1: it doesn't, right? And so then we find out and continue.
0: Yeah, he has been credibly accused yes. by at least two that I know of. Yes. Maybe more.
1: I think I heard three, but... To, Two I or know three for of
0: sure. Epstein's victims, yes, as having to have sex, paid to or forced to have sex with Alan Dershowitz. Paid uh, to is not an issue. At his Florida ranch or Correct. home or one it's one time like might the have been a
1: palisade paradise or something yeah. horrifying.
0: Now let's that's Dershowitz, okay, and he's fighting this tooth and nail, obviously, um, but he's next on the radar. You know, I would be very surprised if Alan Dershowitz isn't hauled before a judge sometime in the near future. I yes. sure fucking hope so, at least. Yeah. And and not because he defends Trump on cable TV. No. B- because I believe he's very likely guilty. I don't think... It's like, he's trying to say, like, oh, I'm just a celebrity, and it's like, do you think these... Literally, 14, what did I just girls-
1: say to you? Nobody knows who he is unless... Like Nobody knows who he is Unless you've like, well, been following this uh, for last Decades that, and 16 year olds back then what? Haven't been following this for no, decades they, they just
0: thought he was some gross old man We're not
1: talking about Bill Clinton right now We're talking no. about some dude who is an ACLU lawyer
0: yeah, no, Well last year the New York Times Ran that 85 part <clears throat> expose about how nobody on Martha's Vineyard would let him into their barbecues or whatever. Why so. would
1: you do that? Do you have children? <laughs> <laughs> I don't right. know anything about that, but okay. No, we talked
0: about it on right? I
1: don't remember. Okay, and
0: then that. he was the famous Trump defender. So he's a little more famous now, but those accusations, I think, mostly came out before that. I think they were part of them were in the old deposition, even, uh, in Florida. I might be mistaken about that, so I don't want to say that for sure, but yeah, right. You're such a celebrity that these women made it up to you. Nobody knows who you are, man.
1: Like, literally, people who obsessively read the New York Times know who you are. And that's a very small percentage of the population. But anyway... Um, I didn't even really fully understand who Alan Dershowitz was until I did some research.
0: So he's so. obviously on the list. And let's not forget this. Um, a couple years ago, a young woman came forward and said... Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein both raped me when I was yes, twelve. Thirteen. So she said at the time she oh, was twelve, and okay. I think she reported it at thirteen. Okay. Either way, she's a baby. Yes. And she reported this, and she was ra- and a judge allowed the case to move forward, a civil and, case. And
1: this was like kind of before, like way before all of this, right? So she's this like before reporting the election, this thing that's like now it's like, oh, she's just another one of the victims. This was way before any of this.
0: Well, hold on, yeah, the, the,
1: but her story jives... Hold,
0: hold on, hold on. My yeah. point. My point was, a lot of people, even liberals, are like, oh, oh boy, that's just too. How do we touch how that? How do we? Yeah. I don't even know what to do with it. And then when the judge approved the case to go forward, so there was credible enough evidence for the case to go forward, including an eyewitness who was willing to testify. Um, then what you had was. Uh, people were starting to, well, maybe we should actually pay attention to this. This is a big deal. And, and then, um, you know, this young lady's she was getting crazy death threats and her family was being threatened and everything else. And she dropped it. I think Gloria Allred may have been um, def- uh, her lawyer. I don't remember. But in any event, she dropped it. But at the time, she mentioned Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And Epstein kind of brought her into this. And at the time, nobody knew who that was. Right.
1: That's exactly what my point was before. Yeah. He's not famous. Right. Nobody knows who that is. Unless you're a 13-year-old in Florida or in New York who was assaulted by him. Like, nobody knows who that is. So So it was a weird thing, right? We We were like,
0: that's weird. So the media really should... Now, for all I know... The uh, SDNY is trying to lean on Epstein, although at this point he's not going to get any kind of deal. So he, he it's going to be hard to find an incentive for him to flip on Trump. Um, right. but right. but yeah. who knows? Maybe it's his conscience, or maybe if he feels he's been left out, hung out to try by Trump, maybe he'll say something. But I I doubt he well, will.
1: Well, and there's no pardon here, right? Because these are state crimes.
0: Oh, and I, so I, I don't even think Trump would pardon Jeffrey Epstein. He's not he that insane, Roy Moore, man. No, you mean uh, Arpaio. Sorry, but he maybe he will uh, pardon Roy Moore one day if he goes down. <laughs> but in any event, um, we should media we should re-examine that case. Now, you know, if that young woman doesn't want to talk about it anymore and she's not going to go on record, there's not much you can do. But we have the original filing and the complaint. Yes, we and do. the witness. Yes. Maybe we shouldn't just ignore that because it's icky. Like now we know that one of the two, because we know that. Trump- well, and let's be really
1: clear about what she alleged. She alleged that she was at Jeffrey Epstein's. I don't know one of his properties. No, the- I think
0: this was Mar-a-Lago. Okay, I don't remember, but it was either at Mar-a-Lago or Epstein's place. I
1: think she was found at Mar-a-Lago, right? Mm-hmm. And then she went to one of Epstein's places, just like all of these. She lit- was it- she, hundreds of girls, by the way. This yeah. is not.
0: I think the story four. was she was paid to be one of these young girls who just like hangs around the pool in a bikini for for Trump and his gross friends' pleasure, right? Oh, well, then
1: you know more about this than I do.
0: Yeah, I read the whole the whole complaint. Complaint. Yeah, okay. I think I think that was the story, and then. Basically, she was grabbed or coerced and and hauled into a room in front of this other young girl, who I think was like 16 at the time, and was raped by both of them. And she accounted it in vivid, horrific detail. Jesus. What happened? And the way she describes Trump sure as fuck sounds like Trump. Um, And, you know, everybody was like, this is just too radioactive. We can't. We, just, we, we can't accuse... Does
1: the way she described Epstein drive with the other victims in any way? Or is this The way just she like, was
0: found, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. way she was recruited and everything else. I think...
1: It like started out with massage and then all of a sudden everybody's yeah, raping yeah, her. Yeah,
0: I, I think the way it was was that this one girl who was the witness like knew her or found her and said, do you want to make some money just hanging out by the pool at this yeah. mansion? And right. this poor young girl said, "Sure, of course you do." And that's how it led to that. Um, and Trump and Epstein threatened her because you tell anybody about this, we will kill you and your whole family. Um, we we should go back and read that because I may be getting some of the minor details wrong. But my point is, we should revisit that because it sounds more and more plausible by the day. Look, let's put it this way, right? You have these two gross men. We know they're both gross. Uh, we don't know the full extent of how gross Trump is, but we're getting an idea. And we we know that Epstein and Trump were close. We know they were running buddies. We know they partied together. We know that because Trump is on record talking about it, and we have a million eyewitnesses. So and whatever, photos
1: of them hanging out. So whatever
0: he says now about... They did have a falling out, but uh, you know, the right likes to claim it's because he f- found out about everything, which is even worse if he didn't say anything. Well,
1: that's a whole other thing. We'll, yeah,
0: we'll get but. to that. <clears throat> if, but...
1: There are pictures of them buddying around, though.
0: Look, we know these two were tight and we know these two are gross and we know these two don't give a fuck and we know one of them is a serial child rapist. So who's to say the other one didn't at least dabble in that? Like, is it that implausible at this point? It's not.
1: That's the wrong question, baby. Yeah. The question is, a woman has alleged that he did exactly what everyone said they did. So do we believe her or not?
0: <laughs> I absolutely believe It's not that it's
1: plausible it. that it happened, that we can imagine, like in Bill Clinton's case, maybe at some point he did something. And this is a woman, a literal human being who is a woman saying this happened to her. Yes. So the question then becomes, do you believe her given all of this evidence that this is exactly what they did or not?
0: Or is it even – if you're not ready to just believe her because whatever reasons you have in your head, is it worth at least re-examining this very closely? The answer to at least one of those has to be yes. It has to be if you're going to be honest and if you're going to approach this intellectually honestly. It has to. Now, there's so much other shit going on right now and horrible things we're learning about this president that like most people have forgotten about this we shouldn't forget about just 13,
1: right? 12, 12 or 13? 12 or 13. Yeah. And yep. reports kind of exactly how you'd imagine Donald Trump raping you in exactly almost the exact same way that the other 13 women and who were And the scenario born it, of
0: getting to that point via yeah, Jeffrey Epstein is
1: very on based point. on what
0: we are finding out about Epstein sounds spot on. Like years ago she invented a scenario that just happens to jive just happens to
1: jive with everybody else's everything that they have said since then is exactly the same
0: right right exactly now something really interesting happened when it was announced that epstein was arrested and he was raided by the fbi for about oh eight to twelve hours right-wing twitter got really excited so you had, and you only, For
2: wh- why? Uh, I'm,
0: I'm going to explain this. Um, you only know this if you're on Twitter way too much like I am, but like the hand <laughs> Coulters of the world and the Jack Posobiec and, you know, know the right wing, the right wing Twitter trolls, basically. Okay. Got really excited. And they're like, oh, that Epstein. Oh, what are we going to find out? Who's going to be busted? Who's going to end? And like the reaction from all of us is like, Everybody who is involved needs to go. I don't care if they're Democrats. A
1: million percent. I don't care
0: at all. And then when they got that reaction from us, it got really silent. It got really quiet from them. And they have not, after that initial 12 hours, I think they thought it over. Because I think... Their knee-jerk thing was they knew he was a Democratic donor. It's going like to be Weinstein. like
1: Weiner or Weiner and Clinton. Well, and they like, know
0: about they know about Clinton's connection, so they thought they'd get a lot of mileage out of, you know, bringing up Bill we Clinton on an airplane together. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, well, if Clinton's guilty, <laughs> fucking chop his balls off. We don't. Yeah, we don't care. I
1: don't care. Yeah.
0: And and then they went. They just went completely quiet about it, and you don't see Fox News really talking much about Epstein, and you certainly don't see the Ann Coulter's and, you know so forths uh, talking about it but that first initial thing they got really excited for a second and then they kind of thought about it and they're like wait no he was really close to Trump wasn't he
1: yeah
0: oh wait a minute I'm like i you know
1: I know Trump so like the
0: likelihood that oh, he yeah. had something to do oh, with it. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah Dersh and God knows who else
1: here's the thing though and I'm not trying to ride like some moral high horse here except that I am which is, I li- literally do not give any fucks about, you could be Jimmy Carter. You could be Barack Obama. I don't care. Yeah, if
0: you're guilty of this, you're if guilty you of it. If you
1: raped children with Alan Dershowitz and, like, then go fuck yourself and you should have your goddamn balls in a vice and, like, I don't care. If, if there is credible evidence that, that any person that I have like sort of deference for or think is sort of great or did good things publicly is, is found to be guilty of, of raping children then I, I lose that respect immediately and I, I hope that y- you are brought to justice I, I don't your political affiliation doesn't matter to me in that moment I, and it will never matter to me again I don't care who you are you can be Elizabeth Warren. I don't care who you are. If well, you are credibly found to be guilty of raping children because, dang, you know, I was just like on a plane and then I was in this place and she was really cute and I was like, I don't like,
0: like the fucking, that.
1: fucking die. Can I no. throw out a
0: hypothesis? I don't think Epstein shared this with too many people. Right. I think if anything, he had a really tight circle. Yes. Of a few very high rollers. That he and then a
1: bunch of, like, young girls that no one would believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the more people are involved in that, the harder it is to Agreed. to keep a lid on it. Yeah,
1: especially if one of them says no. Yeah. Any, you have to be so fucking certain that the person that you're inviting into this rape den of children is going to be in... Yeah. That, like, you don't invite anybody in that you're not fucking sure. So because if you do, you're fucked.
0: Trump, sure. Clinton, yeah, possibly. maybe. Some Russian oligarch, and that, yeah. And that's
1: one of those, like, you bring Clinton on the plane and you, like, poke a little and float. And maybe he's just like, that's gross. You
0: show him a picture. Hey, what do you think of her? Oh, she
1: seems like she's 12 and my daughter is also 13, so that's weird. And then you're like, all right, Clinton's out. We'll just go fly and have a margarita. I, I, I like to do you think, know what I mean? I'd like to
0: think that's what Clinton would say, but... <laughs>
1: but who knows, yeah. right? Again, again, I don't give a fuck. You're if any of these them. people are credibly believable <laughs> that that happened, like, they can all go fuck themselves. Yeah. But I think that's probably true. Like, you, you're really careful, and you sort of, like, you vet people, and you're like, hey, so, like, what about... What do you think about... You know X Y Z, and you just sort of before you're like. By the way, I'm ready. Yeah, but my point is, I, child trafficking. I, I don't ring.
0: think every rich influential man that he brought, that Epstein was involved with, you know, professionally or politically or greasing the wheels was part of that. I think it was a right. very very small exclusive right. circle. And I
1: think he vetted them before he ever Dershowitz, said like, I will let you rape when yeah. I will let you rape girls if you want to. Dershowitz, there was like a long history Trump,
0: of like couple all Russian oligarchs. Yeah. You know. There's a long
1: history of like we got to make sure that you're OK with raping children first before yeah. we tell you that that's what we do here. Yeah. For sure. So that might include like taking a flight and then you're just like yep, not into raping children and you're like all right well let's give him margarita and send him home.
0: Well we'll see what they uncover as <coughs> far as evidence and we'll see what Epstein spills. I don't think Epstein's going to spill anything because I think we're way past the point of making any kind of deals at this point. They're going to throw his ass in jail for life Um, hopefully. And, and
1: so I want to just like get to the Acosta thing before we go on the break, because I think it's really important to talk about. Mm -hmm. So like, that's what happened with Epstein. Right. And like, we don't know what other connections other than like Donald Trump knows the guy pretty well. And they had business dealings and they had a falling out. Uh, former President Clinton went on like couple vacations with the guy, or like on his on his private plane. I we guess just, we just
0: know he was and on his it. private jet. That's all. And we then know. like
1: probably a bunch of rich guys you've never heard of, because why would you know like the president of Citibank or something, right? Probably yeah. were involved,
0: but we don't. Know. He, he Epstein donated money to whoever he wanted to have pull and influence right.
1: with, and this was a way of being like, you know, if we're being honest about this, right? It's a way that he wanted to live out his own horrific sexual fantasies. But it's also a way of him controlling rich, powerful men who also shared them. And so yeah. anybody that he felt was amenable to his violence um, that then like took him up on it, those people are in his pocket for life. Um, and those are going to be like people that he finds valuable. Everything's a transaction with these men. So mm-hmm. if if he figures out that you're a guy who wants to rape children and then you go rape children on his watch, that's also a thing that he has in his back pocket about you.
0: Exactly. Right? I'm glad you brought that up. But let me, let me bring up something else, because another thing that the right tried to do um, when the Epstein thing came out last week was say... You know Trump and Epstein, they have—they're falling out in 2002, and they hinted that it's because Trump found out, and he said that's gross, and you get out of here, and I don't want anything to do with you. And I'm like, oh, so he knew that Epstein was raping children and didn't say well, anything. Well, this is what I was didn't do trying to about it.
1: Yeah, say to you when this is what I was trying to get at the other day when this whole thing came out was Trump was like, I knew him. And I didn't go to his resort. I didn't go to any of his gross places.
0: So we know he did all that.
1: I didn't, know, I didn't go to any of that, right? <laughs> and the question is, why? You went on his plane. You hung out with the guy. But you didn't go specifically to these places.
0: Which means we know he did.
1: Well, it either means, if we believe him, that he didn't go... Then we know that he knew that what was going on there, right? Well, if his if hold on,
0: you're thinking this is, too much. No,
1: no, I'm not. You're uh, not listening. Okay. You, this is the, the fourth time I've tried to have this conversation with you. Like I'm listening. If Trump says I would never have gone to this Palm Beach place because he's a gross person who's doing these things. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Then what you're admitting tacitly what you're admitting is I knew he was raping children.
0: Yeah, yes. And
1: so I wouldn't go there. Right. Which means he is complicit. He fucking knew about At best. At best. At best. At worst he fucking went and definitely raped children. But 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 at the very best, he is saying out loud in public to the media in a press conference. I hung out with a guy that I knew was raping children, but I I stopped myself (laughs) from going to rape children because I found that to be abhorrent, but not abhorrent enough to actually report it so that children would stop getting raped. The only reason if you're Donald Trump, you don't go to Jeffrey Epstein's paradise house is because you don't want to be wrapped up in something lascivious, right? But, but so the no. only reason you
0: don't go is because you knew. But he went, that's my point. Why? We don't have to play these hypothetical games. Nobody asked Trump. If Trump sits there and says, oh, I never went to Jeffrey Epstein's house and he volunteers that, it means, oh shit, he totally went to Jeffrey Epstein's house. But even
1: if he didn't, why not? Why not? I know it is the I, next question. Why didn't you go?
0: I know what you're saying, but yeah, he, we'll never get to that question. I know exactly what you're saying, and you're absolutely right, but we know Trump. And if with Trump. But that is criminal conspiracy. If he knew that this man
1: was raping children at his Palm Beach paradise spot and he did not report it to authorities, he's a fucking accessory.
0: And period. You, and you know what? I hope that a very smart energized prosecutor at SDNY is like okay let's talk about Trump Well, I got nothing to say about Trump like well look no I'm not saying he did anything you know but did he know he he knew right everybody knew and Epstein might be like yeah everybody knew and you're right you asked Trump why didn't you
1: go why didn't you go? Well, while
0: he's president, he's never going to show up for Sure, his why didn't you go? But after...
1: The question doesn't have to come from the STNY. The question can come from the press. Why didn't you no go? No one's going to ask Why didn't you go? You weren't running for office. You liked him because he was rich and you flew on a private jet. He promised you a paradise island and you chose not to go. Why? Knowing your predilection for luxury...
0: And he for might, some bullshit, yeah.
1: right? Why didn't you go? He, and the the answer he's going to give you is, "I didn't want to be a part of that."
0: Right, right. He'll, Which he'll, means he'll slip and say he was a pervert. I, I
1: knew, and I did not report the raping of children to authorities before I was running for office. Yeah, because I,
0: I know exactly what you're saying, Rachel. <laughs> but to me, it's 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 a pointless exercise because when Trump says I didn't go, it means he went.
1: Well, yeah, obviously, but even if, but that's not the point, right? That's, that's why you think it's a pointless exercise, but it's not, because, because when he says saying, things yeah. publicly, and he's the president, then you get to say, oh, was that a lie, or did you go?
2: Mm-hmm. So you
1: either lied, and you went, or you didn't go because you knew what was going on there. None of those are good options for him.
0: And nobody's going to that. You either
1: knew... Or you went? Which one? You knew or you went?
0: It, it might come up again. A few questions might come up for him once Epstein gets sentenced. And, you know.
1: Well, he's going to plead not guilty, right?
0: I would imagine so. He's got
1: enough money to pay for unless, it. Like,
0: unless it's some kind of deal, like... Instead of Gen...
1: Another gen fucking pop, sweetheart deal. No, they would never put you him in, in Gen with Pop. The... That's not... They would never do that. No, that's not... And also, he'd want to be not in solitary, because solitary
0: is literally torture. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking, like, it, they they will try to give him some or uh, incentive he's to plead get guilty.
1: another super sweetheart no, deal. No, that's not gonna happen. other people around him are like, shut it down.
0: No, give then, him then a why fucking even bother? plea deal. then why bother right. why bother re-prosecuting
1: because the people who are re-prosecuting don't know that that's the case
0: uh, no I think he's going to prison for life I think he's going to prison for life and I don't think there's really much in the way of any deal at this point And I just think we're going to find out so much more. And it's going to wrap up some people, not as many people as people think, because like we said, it's a closed circle. I don't think every rich asshole. No.
1: Yeah. Nobody's going to turn on anybody else because then that would make everything fall apart. Yeah. So they're just going to let him go down. They're going to trust he does. And I mean, who knows? But I doubt it. I I highly doubt that anyone else is going down. Um,
0: Dershowitz, maybe, because remember, women have have directly accused him. Yeah. Multiple. But women
1: have also directly accused Donald Trump, and
0: well, that doesn't seem to tw- go. Twenty and running, but he's the president right now. Yeah, so he has a whole Department of Justice to shield him. Dershowitz doesn't. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to have so much more to say on Epstein in the coming weeks. So I
1: have more to say now, but I'm I'm happy to let it go. For
0: yeah, when we come back from the break, we gotta cover Trump's racist tweets and all the fallout from that, and what it means, and how the media is sort of handling it but also bungling it and uh I don't know
1: 8 million other things
0: 8 million other things and Justice Stevens who died tonight at the ripe yeah. old age of 99 and we'll try to squeeze that in 45 minutes if we can All right, be right back back to our special tuesday night edition of a reverend testimony uh lots to talk about but first it's another edition of everybody's favorite shit that pissed rachel off during the break what you got for us Rach?
1: well <clears throat> this is one of those that i think we may have gotten to but maybe we didn't get to right and i just uh reading the comments of law enforcement. I'm going to get to it right now. So, Mm. the Department of Justice will not bring civil rights charges against the New York Police Department officer in the death of Eric Garner.
0: Yep, saw that.
1: Today. If you remember, if you don't remember, I suppose, um, Eric Garner was a guy in New York City uh, who was selling loose cigarettes on the street. He was attacked by, um, NYPD officers and choke-holded to death, um, in an illegal chokehold. That is actually, uh, a thing. And, um, uh, and murdered by law enforcement. So.
0: For selling loose cigarettes? Yes. Well, and they say not complying with whatever, and, you know.
1: Can I talk about that for just one second? Sure. Um. So what happens a lot when you contact law enforcement, which is why I recommend never doing so, is that um there are these sort of like loose, nefarious charges that they get to bring against you when you contact law enforcement, like
0: resisting any, arrest.
1: Resisting arrest, right?
0: To mean anything the cops want it to mean, basically.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah.
0: Interfering with a police police investigation. investigation. Interfering with police business or something like that.
1: Right. And having a charge like that means that they can literally like, just take you into their custody and do whatever they want with you. And then anything that happens after that point, right, anything that happens after the point that... A police officer decides that you have committed a crime and that crime can literally be, I called you to help me and I didn't do exactly what you said in exactly the moment you wanted me to do it results in a criminal charge can mean that if they kill you uh, because you didn't do exactly what they said when they said it is fine because it's lawful. So today, uh, the Justice Department announced that it will not bring federal charges against a New York City police officer over the death of Eric Garner. The decision announced Tuesday by Brooklyn U.S. Attorney Richard Donahue marks the end of a civil rights investigation into an episode, much of it captured on video, that helped turn a national spotlight on how police officers use force. Mm -hmm. quote like many of you I've watched that video many times and each time I've watched it I'm left with the same reaction that the death of Eric Garner was a tragedy Donahue said the job of a federal prosecutor however is not to let emotions dictate our decisions our job is to review the evidence gathered during the investigation like the video to assess whether we can prove that a federal crime was committed Authorities spent years investigating Garner's death in an examination that proved contentious both inside and outside the Justice Department. Attorneys in the uh, Department's Civil Rights Division long advocated for bringing a criminal charge, while prosecutors in Brooklyn recommended against it. Mm-hmm. Donahue said Attorney General William Barr broke the logjam deciding in recent days that justice would not bring a federal civil rights prosecution against officer Daniel Pontaleo quote, the video and the other evidence gathered in the investigation does not establish beyond a reasonable doubt that the officer acted willfully in violation of federal law. Garner 43, a black man was accused of selling single cigarettes outside a store on Staten Island when Pontileo attempted to arrest him. Garner gasped, I can't breathe, after Pontileo and other officers knocked him to the ground as Pontileo held him around the head and neck. The video of the encounter became a social media phenomenon. Garner died soon after. His last words became a rallying cry for the Black Lives Matter movement, whose members staged demonstrations across the country against what they call excessive force by police, Professional athletes in Hollywood elite took up the cause, some donning t shirts emblazoned with Garner's last words. So I, I I'm not I don't have like a prepared statement or anything. I just am um deeply upset by this lack of comeuppance. Um, I continuously find white people doing really terrible things in which they are punished almost in no way. Um, Not that I think that the criminal justice system is effective and should punish people, but that I find that the um the way that people like Eric Garner are punished with death and that that yeah.
0: summary execution for selling loose cigarettes.
1: Yeah. That you know, I mean
0: Because that that is the response of law enforcement. I've read cops chiming in with their comments and, yeah. and basically saying I don't see what the problem is here. And that's why it's scary and that's why people don't you know, cooperate with police and you know, that's, and we, again, we've seen it firsthand. We've seen police es- unnecessarily escalate situations yeah. to make a dangerous situation out of one that was not dangerous before the cop got there. Yeah. Or became much more dangerous once once the, the cop police arrived. got there. And it, it, it can be a situation where there's five cops in a room, and those five cops are completely cool, and then one hothead walks in, and everything turns to shit.
1: And every other four of those cops protect him. Protect
0: the cop, yeah. With their life. Yeah.
1: Um, That's
0: what they're trained to do. So...
1: The fact that there was a video of this man... <laughs> this man... Right? Professing that he couldn't breathe and um, being murdered anyway. Um, and that this, this man, this officer... Who did this who murdered this this man um not only continues to have a job with the new york city police department but additionally has not been charged with any crimes um and that the justice department under william barr has said that there will absolutely not be any charges filed against him
0: yeah Um, Yeah. and can i just interject with a little politics on this i mean We talked so much about why elections matter, and everybody got so hung up on, well, it's just the president. It's like, yeah, that means the Department of Justice and the Supreme Court and all the federal administrations. And so knowing that if it was Jeff Sessions, it would have been the same thing, right? Like, this is so, we could have easily predicted this. Yeah. And it falls on deaf ears when people get very passionate about whoever their candidate is and not the other person, and maybe then I'll just sit it out, because fuck it anyway, politics bore me, and, well, here you go. It matters more than mean, bad tweets, which we're going to get to. Like,
1: and in this particular case, you know, <clears throat> it matters who your police commissioner is. Yeah, it matters who your city council members mm-hmm. are. It matters who your DA, your assistant DA's. DA. It matters who these people are, and also, I think it's incumbent upon us as white people who are podcasting to talk about how this is systemic racism that results in death
2: mm-hmm.
1: and this is not you know necessarily a thing that you can just vote out this is a thing that that happens all the time yeah. and that, that we know about Eric Garner because somebody videotaped it but how many Eric Garners are there out there it didn't get videotaped, and cops just got to write a police report, and nobody thought anything of it.
2: Yeah,
1: and this is a thing that white people have to fucking reckon with. This is a thing that we have to do, and we have to recognize. We have this is a great example, and it's a good thing to look at and I want you all to fucking watch that video of this man dying not because I want you to experience like some sort of trauma porn but because I want you to understand that people who don't look like you experience entirely different things when they encounter law enforcement Mm -hmm. often resulting in their death and so two things I would ask on this anniversary of Eric Garner's death and on this um, tragic news that there will be no Department of Justice um, charge Mm of the officer who murdered him and those two things would be number one um, don't fucking call the cops don't don't be that guy, you know? There was this guy who called the cops with his kid and there was this guy who was like waiting outside of an apartment complex for his disabled friend who's coming downstairs and this white guy just decided like white, you know, black people don't belong here so he called the cops and his son was literally like pleading with him to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, And he tried to make some kind of mea culpa about it which was just like more just like you don't get to be mad at me whatever please don't call the cops look calling the cops should be the last possible thing that you do it should be the absolute last thing that you do the cops aren't going to help you and if they help you they're going to hurt someone else and so I would just really like ask from my fucking heart of hearts with my very soul please don't call the cops please try to find a solution please try to find some other solution than calling the cops because this is so often the outcome and as a white person when you call the cops on a black person the chance that that black person is going to either be incarcerated or murdered is so high that like I hold you culpable for that so don't like look at your shit do you need to call the cops right now? And think about that. Why do you need to call the cops? Is someone in serious danger? Is there a way that there is nothing that you can do to prevent something really bad from happening? That's the only time I would say maybe, and only then if like there is no community resource for you to reach out to, like people that you know that can come in and like help de- de-escalate the situation because the cops are never going to de-escalate it. They're always going to escalate it and make it fucking worse. So please don't fucking call the cops. And number two, I would just ask to do some fucking work. Like, just figure out why you wanted to call the cops in the first place, you know? Like, really try to do some work uh, about that because it's it's no joke. And go watch that video. Somebody called the cops and that guy's dead. And you know what? His daughter, Erica Garner, uh, she's dead too. Yeah. She had a heart attack. Um, and his last living daughter is still doing the work. Um, but none of that needed to happen. So, as way people, um, please don't call the cops. And get to know your neighbors and like think about compassion before you think about law enforcement because we are the like force that makes these people come into our communities and and wreck them and so i'll just ask that we stop doing that
0: we're probably preaching to the choir on that but spread spread that word i
1: don't know that that's true I think a lot of very well-meaning white liberal people call the fucking cops because they don't know better. Yeah. And now you know better. So fucking don't call the cops ever. Ever.
0: So sticking on the topic of race. Yeah. Um, as we know, the past 48 to 72 hours have been pretty wild because yeah. the president... God,
1: damn it. What the fuck? Crap. Sort of
0: out of the blue decided to single out four uh, freshman reps... They call them now the squad or the gang of four. The squad, or, yeah. yeah. I don't think
1: it's out of the blue, but go ahead.
0: Specifically, uh, Rashida Talib and Ilan Omar and uh, Presley and AOC. Yeah. And basically he said something to the effect of, you know, they should go back to where they came from. Or I think he specifically first said they should go back to their own country. Their own country, uh, and then he changed it to, well, they should go back to where they came from to try to get out of that, of course.
1: The only one of them that's an immigrant is Elon Omar. Right. So that's mm-hmm. first
0: of all. Secondly. So a, where a, they
1: came from is like Brooklyn, Detroit. Like.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the first dumb part. But here's the most important part. Yeah. Because no matter where they're from, every person who is a person of color, uh, whether that is Hispanic black, Asian, Middle Eastern, Indian, has been told by a horrible racist person, go back to where you came from. It is a very common and obvious racist refrain. And some white people, I think, are generally a little confused about this or they're playing dumb, but every person of color knows exactly what the president meant when he said that. So
1: Can I say one thing? Yeah. Um, When you're talking to a black person, saying, go back to where you came from, um, the refrain I often hear is, do you mean the place that you stole me from? Right. And so when I'm talking to indigenous people that I know, The answer is, I came from here. Where the fuck did you come from?
0: Right. Right? Right, obviously.
1: And that includes Hispanic people. Sure. This was their land. So maybe we should go the fuck back where we came from. (laughs) Maybe the colonizers should go the fuck back to where they came from and leave all of these people to the land that already belonged to them. and also not asking... You brought black people over. You literally stole people from a different continent, and now you're like, go back to like. Right.
0: Ugh. Yeah, thanks. Anyway. But go that, ahead. And that was funny because this white guy, this with some conservative with a check mark by his name, said, Oh, what Trump said was, was not nice, but I've been told a dozen times to go back to Europe. I'm like, no, you fucking haven't. No, you fucking not haven't. Ever. Who said that? Never. Has- also,
1: I would be like, lol, yes. But like that's no a, one that, ever said it. No that's one ever a thing said it.
0: No one has said to anyone no, ever.
1: No. No. I would say it to be honest <laughs> because colonizers are fucking assholes. No,
0: you would you would have a million more clever things to say before you said go back to Europe. Yeah, it's just course. not a thing people no, say. No,
1: it's not a thing.
0: So fuck that Ugh. guy for being a lying piece of crap. But so, okay, he so this is
1: those so, bad, so right?
0: this is what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Like these tweets were very inflammatory, and people reacted. Even a couple Republicans, not many, but a few, were like, "Oh, okay, that's crossing mm-hmm. the line. That's kind of racist."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so you have to understand the context at the time. Until Trump said this, there was some infighting going on. Uh, Pelosi and this squad were kind of taking shots at each other, which is stupid.
1: Right. but the mainstream media was like, "Oh my God, Dems this is and disarray, the biggest. Yeah. Art, this is the biggest news story." But it's Trevor irrelevant exists. now, and
0: we don't even have to talk about it because nope. it's done. But that's what no. was going on. Yeah. So everybody came together and said, "No, fuck this." And Pelosi, to her credit, said, "We're going to have a House resolution that says this shit is racist and shouldn't happen."
1: Well, should we go back to why before that?
0: Why they're before. sniping at each other? Yeah. I don't think it's that important. Okay. Um, I mean, we can get to that, but let's just talk about what's going on right, right now perfect. because this is all unfolding in kind of real time here. Now, yeah, I perfect. would I would suggest if you want like a blow by blow process uh, explainer <laughs> of everything I'm that sure happened, the New
1: York Times has it or
0: CNN. No, 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 no. Gro is the only one <laughs> oh, that's going to explain okay. it correctly. Right. So if you listen perfect. to Gro in the morning, which if you listen to us, I'm sure you do, check his show out tomorrow. I'm sure he will explain it all wonderfully Um, but this is basically what happened so the resolution comes up to the house floor and pelosi speaks and pelosi says these tweets are very racist and the president was being very racist when he said these things yeah now in 2016 right before i think it was right before when trump won the election but before he took office Republicans passed a measure in the House saying you can't call the president a racist.
1: Did you look this up? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So uh, this s- is new. This is new. So it we was, were
1: talking about this earlier, and I was like, why is this even a thing if like, no president has ever been like, racist it, it,
0: It's a thing because and they you, could foresee today coming.
1: Okay. So that's the answer to the question I asked you earlier. Really Paul hard. Ryan could okay.
0: foresee this day coming.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And they tried to do this thing. So. Okay.
1: You can't they, call the president racist. You can't
0: call the president racist. So All the right. parliamentarian, cool. and I'm not going to explain what a parliamentarian is. Listen to K Grove. It's just
1: like a lot of rules.
0: Yes, said. Okay, well, that might be out of order. So, and because McCarthy, the Republican minority mm-hmm. leader, said that's out of order, I want it stricken from the congressional record because right. it violates this rule right. that we came up with. Hold just on,
1: just really quick. The only reason that matters is like if you go back and look at like the history of 1847 what's in the, like, record is the only thing that we know that happened because we weren't there. So that's, right. like, why they think it matters. But right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: they don't want it on record that right. Trump was a racist. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Like, n- people won't know that anyway, but right. any in any event... Um, that's the
1: sort of the point.
0: So they said, I want that stricken from the record. So the parliamentarian said, yeah, well, this has to go to a vote. So it went to a vote, and mostly on party lines that part of it we haven't even got to the resolution yet this is still yeah uh this is should still is should nancy Pelosi's pelosi
1: allowed to say the president is racist or not regardless of why she's saying it or like what the resolution she wants is the semantics or, are important
0: she didn't say he's a racist she said he right. said these racist things it's right. an important distinction
1: well yes for parliamentary procedure it is
0: but in any event.
1: When you say something that's racist, for me, you're saying that that person's racist. And I don't think that she was trying not to say not that. Not
0: always. I, I don't
1: I, think she was trying to not say the president was racist. No, 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 I no, no, no. She no. was working very carefully within the House rules she, to not do that. <laughs> she has a
0: lot of Which is important. She has a lot of grief.
1: I'm saying she was working very carefully with inside of the House rules to do not that, and they did it anyway.
0: Maybe, but the point was it went to a vote, and guess what? We have the votes, and that stays in the record. And then the Republicans were really pissed off, and they tried to simmer down, but then everybody else who got on the mic said the same thing. (laughs) So it was a big uproar, and Republicans got really mad, well, and they—hold they on. Okay. They tried to use this whole you're breaking the rules thing to distract that from what yeah. was actually going on. But we got to the vote of the resolution to say it is wrong that the president said these racist things, and it passed. It passed with all the Democrats, I believe, and four, four Republicans. Four Democrats,
1: one independent. I'm four, sorry, four, four Republicans, one independent.
0: Well, Amash, who up until a couple of weeks ago was a Republican— so, yeah, uh, it passed. But
1: I loved your story earlier that you were telling me about how like some like Democrats were just getting on the mic and being like, he's a racist. <laughs> yeah. He's a racist. Yeah. And they were just like, passing the mic and like, he's yeah, a and racist. And the
0: Republicans were losing and their And they were like,
1: no, we said this was against the rules. And they were like, he's a racist. Hello, do you want? Yeah, no, he's a racist. Because um, so, that's like fun, and I liked it. So I thought that was a fun note.
0: When Democratic leadership sometimes... Looks completely feckless and ballless. They stepped up today. Now, they really need to step up and get going with impeachment hearings because this, you know, in 48 hours, unless Trump keeps tweeting racist oh, stuff, no. which it's he might. it be gone
1: in way less than 48 hours.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it won't be gone for us. We'll certainly remember it. But, like, what everybody's talking about in Washington. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the media reaction to it because most of it, well, some of it, I would say, has been pretty good. Like, you got people. CNN really screwed the pooch today, though, and I'll, I'll we'll talk about that in a second. Um, the media, for the most part, has been like calling it like that is like these were these were horrible racist things the president said. There's no doubt about it. But it's MSNBC, and you got those savvy pundits that are like, "Well, this this is gonna play well with his base, and he's doing this and it just might work." Uh, and-
1: is that the point, though, Traff? <laughs>
0: Fuck, Is it the fucking no? Point? For God's sake, not everything has to be through the lens of political savvy media shit. And I actually called out an on-air guy on MSNBC when I was home, and he changed. It. I don't think it, I don't know if it, it was me directly, but he responded to me. It was Charlie Sykes, who's a Republican radio Asshole. guy, never Trump sort of guy. Now, right? One yeah. of those people that MSNBC just love a slightly less than prosecutors.
1: Oh God, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, it's always the, the roundtable of the Republican castoffs and the former prosecutors oh, talking about how bad,
2: people, how maybe. bad Trump
0: is. But anyway, he's he did this thing. He's like, well, there's a certain he called it. There's a certain reptilian cunning to what Trump is doing, and I'm right. just like, dude, stop, fuck you for normalizing. This stop. is basically what I said, and he's like, well, I said it was reptilian cunning, and I'm like, it's not good enough. And sure enough... Now, again, I'm not going to take total credit for, for this because he probably got a hundred tweets like this. Yeah. But sure enough, five minutes later, he's like, now, oh, let me make I'm it not clear. I'm normalizing oh, it. I'm no, not No, this is terrible. It's, it's, normal. It's, it's totally racist. It's, it's a totally bad thing. Because I, I wasn't the first to chide him because as soon as they went to Zerlina Maxwell, who was there, who's awesome, yeah. she was like, we should not She's, be talking right. about how savvy or political this is. This is the president of well, the United States being overtly racist. That's right. the point.
1: That's, can, that's... So that's the part where... If you don't mind I, if i could chime in for yes please a second. which is that like okay president of the united states is a fucking asshole like we all know that um and he's a racist
0: and a rapist
1: and a rapist
0: <laughs> how many more ists and so do we need?
1: so but but this is the part that like really upsets me is like when the president does something that's like super racist, like what happened today, all of these like pundits and like white people come out and they're like, oh my god, hand wringing, right? Yeah. Is he, a, is he a racist? He might be a ra- I thought he was a racist before, but I wasn't sure. I think he might be a. This seems very racist. Do you <laughs> think this is racist? Right. And then we have like.
0: Uh, yeah, that's one thing.
1: Full like panels. Of, like, hand-wringing people being, like, I think it was... I don't know. I think it was racist. Until they get to, like... I might be, like, it's, like, racially tinged. (laughs) It's racially charged. It's definitely not okay.
0: Until they get to, like... I don't
1: know that we get to call it racist.
0: Eugene Robinson, who's, like, no, it's fucking racist. It's
1: fucking racist. And I want to be, like, this is deeply offensive to all of the black people on Earth who have been, like, for four years since he walked down that fucking escalator, this is fucking racist. Of Mm -hmm. course he's he's racist. He's racist. He's racist, he's racist, he's racist. And it feels to me like, are we just ignoring all of that? Are we just like, I mean, all the black people and all the brown people told us he's racist, but now I get to decide. Do you wanna have a panel about it? Because we are the real deciders about who's racist. It feels so offensive that I'm like, why are we even having this conversation? Of course he's fucking racist.
0: Well, it's also that white people- Of course he is. Well, hold on. It's also that all those white people have people in their life who they know are gonna push back and be defensive about any white person in And power, those people
1: matter more than what, why?
0: No, they don't at all. But that's where they're coming from. And they probably have friends or relatives who have said, like, oh, well, my, well, my uncle. Well, he's probably
1: not racist. He's just, what? I don't know. I think
0: my Uncle Bob told a black guy one time to go back to Africa. And I don't, you know.
1: I don't know if he's racist. No, he is. But your <laughs> Uncle Bob's racist. So are you for not knowing that he was.
0: Or not caring.
1: No, the, the, the thing is, if You ever wonder if your uncle Bob was racist for saying something? Your uncle Bob was racist, and so are you for not knowing.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's one. No, like,
1: but period. Can we just put a period on the end of that sentence? Yes,
0: we can. Right? MSNBC can't seem to depending on who the panel is and who the the host is. Like, Meet the Press with Steve Kornacki this week. Oh Oh my my god! God, Like, not that not that Chuck Todd would be doing any better, but. Look, Kornacki just needs to stick to the board on election night and going by the counties. He's fine at that. Everything he's else a is white a white guy.
1: He doesn't know.
0: Yeah, but Ari Melber got it. Ari Melber is like, this is fucking racist. I can't believe this is happening. I don't even want to hear about Savvy. Like, he gets it.
1: He's Jewish. Right?
0: Fair. Yeah. Yeah, he's not just a white guy. Okay, fair. 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 Yeah. But anyway look that's okay so there's three things that have been pissing me off in the media relation it's the one the the white people asking if racism is asking racism asking if
1: the president is racist
0: because they're the authority oh. on it. secondly there's the church of the savvy of well how is this gonna play and oh this well will it Trump? work
1: with his base if he's racist right fuck you he's racist let's talk about him He's racist. Yeah, let's talk about
0: the big problem. And? And the third part that's pissing me off is the church of the both sides. Oh, my
1: God. Everyone is everyone is racist or what?
0: Well, let me, I'll, I'll get to this. Oh, my God. So there's this segment in some stupid New York Times article from yesterday. And this excerpt goes, Both the willingness of Republicans to attach extremist labels to Democrats and the democratic assault against Mr. Trump as a racist and white supremacist presage a particularly bitter 2020 campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so Amanda Marcotte, who I'm a big fan of, she's uh, she writes for Salon. She oh, used to write God. for kid I think, but wow. she writes for Salon. Wow, she that's said, special. She she has this tweet storm. Is okay. it here goes?
1: Please, please, please salvage this.
0: She says both the willingness of Jason Voorhees to chase down teenagers with a knife to murder them and the unfortunate volume teens use while they scream for help presage a particularly bitter and unpleasant camping trip. While everyone agrees that Jason's serial killing is disruptive, the teens are doing the public peace no favors by both screaming loudly and then ruining the floorboards by bleeding to death on them. Both sides could do better. The problem is not with the teens, a teen spokeswoman said. No. It's that Jason keeps right. murdering them. When asked if the teens plan to apologize for the disruptive screaming and the stains from the bleeding to death, she refused to comment. And while serial killing is a controversial move, Jason's <laughs> spokeswoman felt it would it would win out over the teens. Ultimately, voters oh. find teens annoying, she argued. <laughs> They're pleased to live and their tendency to trip while running for their lives does them no favors. Allies of Jason objected to the word murder to describe slashing teens to death. The real problem is the teens, a voter in a nearby diner said. If they want to live, they should spend less time making out with each other and more time singing patriotic songs. Yeah, we should do
1: that. We should, we should
0: do that. I wish the methods weren't so harsh, piped up the diner's companion, who was wearing a hat with a picture of Jason reading Make Camping Great Again. <laughs> Maybe he could smother them to death or something? I don't know. But ultimately, he's my serial killer, and I trust his judgment. <laughs> And we say shit like that every week, right? Like these fu- oh. the church of the both sides and like okay, so this is what we're doing now. Like, well, Trump said racist shit, but now de- now Democrats are calling him racist. So both sides are being so, very uncivil, you it's guys. Very
1: uncivil. So so when you when a Nazi does a thing and then you call him a Nazi, you're just as bad.
0: I mean, why don't we apply this to everything? If if a guy robs a 7-11, and then the cops arrest him. Can you see, like, both sides were very uncivil. The, you know, the guy robbed the 7-Eleven, and then the police threw him down and threw the cuffs on him and threw him in a cop car very violently.
1: Do you know what's really fucked up about this that you may not have considered? What? Is this is what happens in rape accusations? Oh, yeah. Is that... No, no, but literally that's what happens, is that, like, this is a joke, right? It's satire? Mm-hmm. Except that when person accuses another person usually it's a woman to a man of rape
0: they call it what he said she Um, said
1: it becomes that thing right it becomes this well yeah like he threw her down and he strangled her a little bit but she also like flirted with him earlier And also was wearing, like, super slutty clothing. And also has had 17 sexual partners in her life. And also, like, doesn't have a studied job. And also, like, has been known to post on social media about, like, you know,
2: being slutty. Yeah.
1: And so everyone's like, I mean, in this case... It's hard to say what happened. <laughs> and he's like savagely, you know, raped and beaten her and it's like well, look at what she did. Yeah. It's not that different because when we talk about like, you know, Nazis and 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 we're talking about marginalized communities of people who uh just aren't I don't know what you want to call it what people say like normal right white men
0: yes and so
1: when you're not that um, and a crime is committed against you it's really easy for those people who are in power to say like well what did you do to make this happen to you
0: let me close with an asinine thing that CNN did tonight okay um
1: can you acknowledge what I just said, though?
0: Yeah, no, totally. But that's that's a can of worms that it would, you know, we we'll, we will get to.
1: Yeah.
0: Another time, like,
1: like sort of relates,
0: right? It does. It does. Yeah. I think the the big difference is here. It's like, except for some Republican gaslighting, it's like there's mm-hmm. Trump's not denying what he said. He's just standing by it. So right. it would be like, yeah, I raped her, and what's the problem? Right. Yeah, she
1: wanted it. Well, right. It's exactly the same. Well, she in that in that it. in that sense, yeah, she wanted it. It was consensual. I don't know what the problem is. Right. And she... Like, I I listened to a murder podcast today about a guy who was like, no, she, like, wanted me to, like, beat the shit out of her, and then I accidentally killed her. But she wanted me to beat the shit out of her, so I did, and then I just went too far. It was not my fault. <laughs>
0: There's been more than a few cases like that, too, yeah. interestingly. But anyway... Anyway, go ahead. Let's talk about what CNN did tonight. So,
2: God,
0: Jake Tapper, wife, CNN, 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 in an attempt, I think, to, like... Oh, we're gonna really show how racist this thing Trump did. Trump, this thing that Trump did was they brought in Richard Spencer to comment on it. Now, Richard Spencer, as you may know, is a literal card-carrying like neo-Nazi the Nazi guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had him. They had him as in a segment, and they, you know, they had a little captioned "white nationalist."
1: Oh, that was this. That was his. Okay.
0: Yeah, good. and All they're right. like, and they're good. like, so
1: both sides, right?
0: Well, let me let me tell you what happened. So, they're like, well, so what do you think, Richard Spencer? And Richard Spencer said something like, "Well, no, you know, Trump talks again, but he's really not enough of a Nazi for us," or something stupid <sighs> like that. But anyway, the point—it doesn't matter what he fucking said. No, it the, doesn't. The point it was, doesn't. it doesn't. CNN. I think I know what you were trying to do, but what you actually did was legitimize a Nazi. As a guy that people should bring on cable to give commentary. Right. How fucking dare you? Now, CNN got fucking blasted by everybody us, the left, the right. I was actually retweeting right wingers for the different reasons. Mm-hmm. The right wingers got really pissed off. They already hate CNN because, right. you know, CNN occasionally takes some shots at Trump, even right. though they employ a lot of Trump right. flunkies. Uh, I can't stand CNN for a myriad of reasons, but...
1: This being one of them.
0: This being one of them. Uh, but the right was like, oh, you see, CNN just, it's Trump. They're trying to, like, not doing any self-reflection that, like, to bring They're in...
1: bringing the white supremacists on to make your point, though.
0: Yeah, but they, they they are not self-reflective of that. But another stupid thing is that the right-wingers are retweeting this and getting hot and bothered about it as if us liberals love CNN... <laughs>
1: oh god yeah right Like <laughs> yeah. I every time someone's like did you see what CNN did I'm like why would I know what CNN
0: did I, why would I know 9 that? out of 10 other liberals we know never watch CNN they fucking hate it I
1: would say this about this before we close out uh, that Dan Savage had a good point back in the day before we were where we are um, he used to talk about people bringing on, like, the Brian Browns and the, like, the super anti-gay people, right, on CNN. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, and he would say back then, which when this was true, that um, it wasn't a valid point to bring on a KKK member
0: right? to argue right. against
1: racism because that was a thing that we didn't believe in anymore. Right. And so to bring on somebody like Brian Brown or, you know, Tony Perkins or whatever um, was really a tacit... Uh, agreement with that person to say that this is a valid point of view.
0: Right. And he and was arguing that,
1: like, we should stop doing that. Like, yes. like, gay people are just as valid as black people. And now right. we are gone so far back that Richard Spencer is being the other side of CNN now.
0: But it's, And so, it, like, that it's argument was
1: such a good point back then.
0: I know, but I don't think that's what CNN was trying to when do. We, it's so when stupid. We did
1: that, and now I don't know what we're doing anymore.
0: I don't think CNN did it to be like, well, let's bring in the pro-racist viewpoint. I think they're like, let's own Trump hard.
1: You don't bring the goddamn Nazi in to make a point about any, you don't normalize the fucking Nazi.
0: Exactly, and nobody ever. thought that through. Somehow Jake Tapper didn't think that through, his producer didn't think that through, God, that's the executive like, producer didn't like, think that I through. God, that's just like, I
1: just, no. Yeah. Just fucking no. Just no, a million times no, no.
0: Yeah, fuck them. That's all I have to say. Anyway, that's going to... we way out of time, but... Yep, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we, uh... Sorry for the weird Tuesday night. We just do them when <laughs> we can. It's <laughs>
1: We'll try to go back on Saturday.
0: We will try. No promises, because I'm in the studio recording a new album for the next couple yeah, months. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I have been Travis. I'm Rachel. Find us on Twitter, at ReverendDuo, ReverendTestimonyGmail.com. Stay active, stay tuned, stay involved. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.